But before we get into it, tell me, spit or swallow? Hi, welcome back to another episode of Spit or Swallow Pod with your favorite host, House of Chocolates. Today with me, I have a very special guest. It's a special day as per usual. I have in the studio, Valerie. Hi, Valerie. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Thank you for having me. Do you want to introduce yourself? No? <laughs> you don't? <laughs> okay. I mean, what do I say in context of this podcast? I mean, just, you know, what you do. You can, I, I mean, mean, I know you always like to call yourself a storyteller, but you can, exactly. you can stop so, it there. Exactly. All right. So we have Valerie, the storyteller on the podcast today we're talking about periods period sex you know all the things that your mother didn't tell you or that you know we learned along the you know way of our like journey and um yeah we're gonna get into we're gonna talk about pcos we're gonna talk about endometriosis we're gonna talk about period sex and you know what you should do if you choose to have it and if you don't i remember even when i was young you know they would say like sex on your period is taboo 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 mm-hmm. so i feel like that's kind of what kept me away from it back then but now <laughs> ain't no red sea gonna stop my enjoyment <laughs> oh but my yeah God, yeah so um let's let's have it like periods what was your journey like you know um getting your period and then a very important thing which i think is like pms pmdd like pms pr- means premenstrual syndrome um pmdd is premenstrual dysphoria disorder or something like that dysphoric disorder i need to check that um but yeah i feel like for me that has been like the bane of my 20s from when i turned like 19 if you google any pms symptoms there's nothing pms related that i've not experienced from the shakes to bubble guts to being bloated being tired muscle pain cramps depression trust me i've been through um everything but yeah valerie Okay, so I'm going to start with my period journey. Um, I went to an all-girls school, so I guess we talked about periods really early. It was part of the requirements, like, for the things that you should get. So we all had part. So it was <laughs> it was funny how, like, people started seeing their periods early. So some in JS1, so some people would be bringing, like, period, like pads every time, but, like, they wouldn't see their periods. Mm. And then some people would see theirs, and then their pads would finish. So they would come to you and be like, can I have? And you'd be like, no, be like, ah, well, you're not seeing <laughs> But you're not using it now. And then it was like a thing of, I guess, like joy. So even having cramps, you feel like you're a real woman Woman. now. You know, you're going through the things that women go through. Mm -hmm. And in my school, I guess like the severity differed. So there were some people who were really ill they would have mm-hmm. to be like in the sick bay mm-hmm. there were some people who were just who had just like regular cramps but then how do you define that i guess yeah. it's by your ability to chest this and yeah. yeah so like it was normal to see someone like leaning against her desk mm-hmm. and stuff and i would say like when i entered maybe ss1 ss2 that's when like trouble really started because mm-hmm. like i went from having like regular cramps that were manageable mm-hmm. to like being like sick i would throw up mm-hmm. i would be rolling on the floor like it was really really bad um i would say maybe like these days it has like simmered down but yeah. i still can't like when i was when i was working in my office i was working in a bank and i think like i was one of the biggest rebels because Every month, one day, I'm like, I'm on my period, I can't come to work. Mm. And at first, they move from, like, you can openly say you're on your period. But I'm like, okay, Victoria's Secret is out. Mm. I'm on my period. I'm sick. I can't come to work. And, I mean, they allowed me, I would say. And it sounds crazy to say they allowed me because, like, I'm actually sick. But, um, yeah, I guess that was something. So, one day off out of four days or five days of excruciating pain i mean i was grateful yeah i mean fair enough Shai. you know i didn't that's also an angle i didn't um i didn't think of because you know once again anti-95 fuck 95 <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah even when i was working i think me and my own problems i always say i have like sofa head syndrome in terms of i like to form i'm the strongest of the lot so i'm somebody who chest a lot of pain People say, oh, you like pain, you like pain. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's a balance. I always want to know my limits, but I'm also so used to pain because of how painful and 
praising my cramps are. But then when you have that mentality of the show can't stop, I'm always like, yeah, I'm ready to go. So I can literally be dying. And, you know, you won't know. I'll just be there, just chesting cramps when it feels like somebody's using a knife to literally split my uterus in half. But I remember even um one of my former bosses saying something along the lines of, oh, he has too many women on his team. And yes, he's going to say it. He doesn't care if he's offensive. But like, if he had a guy, oh, there was, and I had a co-worker who similarly, when she was on a period, she would ask for days off or this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this person, she's not strong. Any small things her period, she'll, she'll not come to work. And I'm just like, you guys are fucking insane because do you know, do you know what this shit feels like? You're actually sick. Like now, I even get like fever. So when mm-hmm. um, there are many times when I always use like the weather app on my phone. I'm I, sometimes I even tweet. I'm like, am I cold? Like, is the weather cold or is it me? Is my temperature gauge fucked up? Like once I just like when I was younger, up until maybe like um, let me see when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> up until maybe I think. 2019, 2020, I, I used to be the AC on 16 plus fan. I like blizzard. I like cold. And then I'll be shivering on that blanket. Now, 19 is my standard sleeping temperature because anything other than that, my body is just like, after after like maybe one hour, I'm, I'm getting cold. But I get I get really cold when my period is coming. I get cranky. I get, I get bloated. I get, like, it's just so annoying. And you know, sometimes, and then let's not even enter like the mood swings and the changes and all that. And then, you know, you know, then, you know, the breast gauge where you're just like, mm, mm, this shit's coming. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's as if somebody carried cement, liquid cement, and injected them into your breast. Like, it's actually so insane. I think for me, my own journey into like my own period was very. Um, I was one of the late bloomers because, you know, there was one time, you know, always they used to come to school, so they to be sharing pad and stuff. So then I asked, oh, how many of you have said your period phone raise their hands? We, we the, <laughs> we the menus. <laughs> oh, we'll be quiet. So like many of my friends said that, like 11, one of my cousins said which was nine. Although I feel like nine is so insane to like be worrying about, you know, pads and all of that. Um. And, you know, they'll do the demonstration with the colored water and the, oh, it always and all that. But I went to a mixed school, sure. So, of course, trust the boys to be giggling and all that dumb shit. Um, but, yeah, you know, you remember how, oh, she stayed. Okay, well, you mm-hmm. said you're in a girl's school, but in a mixed school, yeah, stayed. Yeah, stayed was always, mm-hmm. like, such a big thing. But it wasn't really, like, that bad. I remember I was on holiday when I started my period. And, you know, it came in the night. And I think that first one was, like, only two days. I told my aunt. And, you know, I just moved on. As we were saying before, like, the recording started. Like, back then, I think it took a couple of cycles. Because you you don't really have... Or no one really showed me, like, okay, this is the pant. Do this, do this, do this, do this, and stuff. You kind of mm-hmm. figure out, okay, this one is too big. I prefer mm-hmm. this one. I want it to be flat. Oh, this pants works better because you know you can't get thin. Now I only use tampons to be honest. I um I double up on the first day. I may wear like a pad mm-hmm. and then a tampon, but I prefer <laughs> tampons. I mean, I've always been preaching the gospel of tampons. Well, I, um, sometimes tampons hurt me, Sha. Yeah. So, so I yeah I understand that a lot of people have there there are different reasons why many people won't want to use tampons. First of all, people have the myth of Oh, tampon to tear my tampon, uh, my hymen, this, that, and this. So, yeah, exactly. Many people are like, ah, where is it going to go? Some people are like, ah, where is it going to stay? Are you sure it's not enter my body and enter my stomach? Or, and then, obviously, there's the TSS thing of, oh, yes, there can be staff on it and they can almost die. And everybody will now repost that post on Instagram of that person who <laughs> they amputated her vagina because it's like, relax, statistically, that shit is not going to happen to you. Although, people do forget tampons inside their bodies. Especially the white. What are you thinking? Uh (laughs) Like, what are you thinking about? I mean, to be honest, it's not even just that because there are people who are generally forgetful. There are people who also have. Let me also hold space for people that who also have like ADHD and stuff. And a lot of times, there's also that like last day because they're not changing it as often. So you even forget um, Uh that me. I've had moments where I'm just like, "Ah, where's the rope? Where's the rope? Then I'm like, oh shit, I took it out. So it's like, if you forget, um, if you're not somebody who, and, and I feel like if you're not somebody who, for instance, uses water to wash your, this thing and stuff, and you just don't yeah. touch your whatever, you, you, yeah, because a lot of people are just not acquainted with like their parts, ah. you understand? Like, you pee, you just, you may not even wipe, just maybe get up and stuff. But if you're someone who is always there, me, I'm always feeling around and, you know, what's going on in that area, you know? And so... I've never like forgotten a tampon, but I know a couple of people who have, and that's why almost every time, if you're googling or checking stuff like oh infections or why is the vagina smelling, tampon is oh for- forgotten tampon is a standard thing though. And then another thing that can also happen is some people have sex, 
while the tampon is inside. So the sex will just help you press and push it inside. God. And you totally... I can't lie to you. These scenarios you have mentioned, I didn't consider them. No, they have. I actually know someone who that as in when they bring the shit out, shit is green because it's like that. That shit oxidized blood plus all the all the extra stuff. But yeah, um, so yeah, if I think for a long time I used. Oh my god, funny story. Um, speaking of tampons, if you if you move into tampons, you actually have to um also figure out like your sizing and stuff. I remember. One of my friends, I think I said using tampons in 2017. One of my friends, my Kenyan friend, she gave me one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, one month, let me try it. And so I remember I was with one of my exes and everything. We're in a hotel. And um, white cheese, we went out for dinner, blah, 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 blah. You know, it came around and stuff. We had ice cream and everything. And I just had that tampon in. I didn't know that. I just thought that tampons, when they're full, like, I didn't know that they would leak. So tam- mm-hmm. if, if your tampon gets really full, you actually mm-hmm. start dripping mm-hmm. underneath. I didn't wear a panty liner and stuff. So I just went to bed with the tampon inside. Mm-hmm. Not That was the first time, not mm-hmm. thinking, mm, my own blood flow. So I also bleed a lot. I think when I first started, I was like three days, but now I'm more five, six, sometimes mm-hmm. seven. Um, And yeah, that's how, you know, we were there. I just woke up around 1 a.m. like this. Do you remember the Godfather when they put that horse head <laughs> inside that bed? I just woke up like this, like bro. This crime, crime scene, scene oh, crime scene. As I now got up, like I was not dropping blood through, through, oh my through, goodness. through, you through, know, through I, all the way to the bathroom. I have an insane tampon story. Many people think this is crazy, but I want my, I got my first, I want my first tampon in like 2013 mm-hmm. and I didn't know how to put it in and my friend helped me. Mm. I like, so my so obviously when when uni went school my friend was trying to help me put it in another friend walked and she was like oh my god yeah. you're allowing so hard touch your vagina I'm like, like so what <laughs> first of all I mean now I would say so what but then I was like she's not she's just helping she's me I think that one just was like hmm. she walked and she was like ah what do you think <laughs> are you sure you are not dildoling yourself. <laughs> I just imagine like the scenes, you know, mm-hmm. just walking in and. Sing. But wait, what, what was the position? The way you like lying down. I was lying down because she legs was open. Yes, lying down like spread eagle. And my oh. friend, because because I wanted to stand, and my friend was like, "I can't, I can't see." You, I was like, and she was like, "I, I was there. Don't people deliver babies?" But but did she was she using her fingers or was she using the applicator? She was using the applicator. She okay. didn't use like her finger yeah. at all. She was like, "I want to show you so that you too you can you wear like next time." Yeah. And honestly, it was a great lesson because. Because, I mean, that was the only lesson I needed. And, I mean, it was a bit gross some people, but, like, it's just... No, me, me I'm all of, I'm very, like, I've said it before, I think I said on one episode how, like, me, I'm very comfortable. I think women, were so comfortable with each other, with our sexualities, with our body. That's why, you know, mm-hmm. um, people can be, like, people think that all women are... Sorry, I'm second. Jesus. People think that... <laughs> Oh, all, all women are bi, but I think it's just because society allows us to be free with each other. Like I've had friends that you know we can press it, boil from each other's bum bum. So I wonder if guys would do that to them. So I feel like they'll they obviously people. do not. <laughs> they obviously don't. Um, Just but... would you allow your male friend to press <laughs> boil from your bum bum? The the thing is, anybody here? <laughs> I, again, I went to an all girl school, but the thing is, I even think that I am a little bit more conservative than most. But some things are okay. I mean, it's just it's just it's just flesh. My God, like mm-hmm. yeah, like it's really not, it's just, that it's not that deep. And then um, I've my friends. I think with helping people with um tampons, I've done like descriptions on like, my Insta story. And then my friends, they've called me on Facetime, and I'm like, yeah. Okay, relax. And a, a lot of times people have that anxiety of like putting in tampons, of course. First of all, you know, like mm-hmm. some people have vaginismus, so there's that. Okay. Some people just anything penetration, anything entering, they already have that anxiety. Then tampons, you actually need to relax your muscles because obviously your body's like, ah, what's one coming? I always have to, like now obviously, even if I'm yeah. sleeping, I can't. But then you have to like exhale and actually like, you know, that's what the applicator... I think sometimes people, they, they even confuse when they see They don't even know what it's like. It's like, yeah, you pull the applicator. Well, some of them are already pulled and some you have to separate. Mm-hmm. And you push it and then you use the bottom part. Funny enough, when I first started, I always used to use my hands. I'll remove the entire applicator and I push it up by myself. Oh. Yeah, the paper... I feel like the paper ones, they don't always stick properly. Mm-hmm. The plastic ones, like those Tampax Pearl, the one, mm-hmm. those ones are like much better. But to be honest, if it's not Tampax and what other brand, I feel like it's only Tampax, Tampax are like, is like, the best. All yeah, those like, um, 
What's some of those ones? Um, no, but actually, I've gotten like some like some Japanese brands, like all these mm. ones that you kind of don't know the name. And then like my friend was telling me about these organic ones that she uses, and she says they actually really helped her, like with her cramps. And yeah, with so, her yeah, cramps I've, and I've had them stuff. saved for six hundred years. Of, yeah, of but I have just not tried them. I've yeah. just not tried them. Also, like, is this the time to speak about? I have a complaint to make about like pads. I don't know the. I don't know if it's the one they give us in Nigeria. Like they always is so bad like um many people have injuries like i have injuries i try not to use like nigerian always but like sometimes that's the only thing that is available like recently and i had like so many sores i don't know like yeah people have actually been complaining about that a lot like a lot i feel like that's why a lot of people like um moped moped and um there's this one because i don't use it i don't use them primarily they're just to catch whatever is there Mm -hmm. i like this one called like ultrex it's like um it feels like cutting and stuff. Okay. I think my issue with always is because they're trying to do this whole um, no leakage, whatever technology. They just put in plastic. It's I'm just like, some plastic. Sponge that is here. Yeah. So what? so many people like... actually have like it gets itchy. Mm-hmm. They get rashes. Some people yes. say they get sores and stuff. I get sores. And I'm like, what kind um, of allergens? Like what kind of cancer causing product? I get sores because like first of all, the material is so like. Hard, yeah. So against like very spongy. Skin. Mm-hmm. So just like rubbing everything. Is just... And then of course when the moisture there and everything, oh, you're just getting exfoliation like, that did not ask. I'm like, for. do you guys? If you hate us, just come out and say so. Because... And I and I think it's an Africa thing because people always yes, say like, yes, of course, yes. it's always because like I've used I've used always from like different countries yeah. and like obviously the exchange rate now is crazy. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say how much always is these days, but um. So, like, the difference is, like, phenomenal, you know? Like, I'm like... Wait. And, yeah, and the average person, like... And, you know, like, there's actually still that gap because a lot of times... You, me, I do... I do I, 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 that's another thing. I'm wish I was in tampons. Tampons was like, bro, one pack of tampons is, like, 3,000 or something. Yeah. It's actually not sustainable. There are people still, who still use um cloths and stuff. Funny, mm-hmm. I saw a, a tweet yesterday about one babe saying... um One of these Anon boxes saying that... um Am I the only one that like, prefers using diapers to pads during Crazy. their period? And I was just like, diapers, bro. But then I checked through the thread and someone was saying, it's not how you think that you open the diaper the same way you open like a pad. You don't actually wear it like a bit, like a, like the pants, like a pull mm-hmm. up. You actually open it and then you still wear Because I'm just like, so I don't think you'll be wearing jeans then. Someone <laughs> smack your ass. <laughs> like, um, when I was growing up as well, obviously, like, I've, we've always been able to afford always. There was this other um, purple one that was raining as well when I was in secondary school. I can't mm. remember the name, but it every, was... Every, is it every, every day. day. Yeah, yes, it was adverts, every day. Yeah. Oh my God, this period adverts used to be cute. They used to be so cute. But <laughs> remember, I, remember that stupid... Um, that's the sign of help me check my back. Oh, like, look, at, look at how they're just promoting the stigma of like having yeah. kids. And you know, that advert was and so red on robots. point for my school as well because they were wearing blue, I think, in that school. And we used to wear blue in my school. So even though it was an all-girls school, it was still a thing because we had like male teachers and stuff. Yeah, so like you being stained is like you're not I don't want to say you're not you're woman not, enough, yeah, but like yeah, you're not, not organized. Yeah, you're not put together enough mm. to know when. But we had this like family friends who used to live near us and they used to use rapper. Like mm. I would go to their house and they had like these rappers cut into squares mm. and they would mm. wash them and dry it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you? They're like, oh that's so yeah, so that's even see, I didn't even realize how loaded this period topic is because we're just all over the speaking of rapper. So I, I remember my music teacher in secondary school, she used to use um face towels. And then, you know, there was the whole thing of, even my family members tell me to burn, oh, burn your tampon, burn your pad. There was time I did it for, okay, I got out of so that they will not pick it in the dustbin and do that. I'm like, I beg, I beg, I beg, I can't be, so me, I just wrap it inside, whatever, whatever. But now, mm-hmm. so if I just throw it away, it's like, oh, if you carry it, you can't do the jazz. Like, I, I give you the destiny inside there. <laughs> so, but, um, but yeah, so she, what she used to do was, she used to um use, um, all those face towels mm-hmm. and then when it's full she'll go and wash it so that one is the security of i'm the one washing my blood away nobody's going to carry it and use jazz there's some people who do the thing where they have like they put like wrappers or the cloths then they now tie instead of putting it on pants you now tie like a rope or whatever and all of this and i'm just like it's actually crazy that so many people are not and you would think that oh yeah, it's not just bad it's not just this, but some people mm-hmm. can't afford food to eat and then not to mention the period shame of like um people just 
some women just actually do free bleeding and they just stay inside. Not because, because they can't afford periods so mm-hmm. products. So they just stay in their, you know, section or whatever. And they just bleed. And, you know, that's how it goes. But it's it's, it's actually very sad. Um, And I, I, I like how people do, like, you know, all these NGOs they distribute. But me and my mm-hmm. own worry is always, like, sustainability as well. Because yeah. even if we give one pack this month, what's going to happen next? Next month, they're still going to... Yeah, yeah and those clothes, they can't even be sanitary. Like, I feel like you're just exposing yourself to so much bacteria in that time, too. Of course. I mean, they try. They say they wash it with hot water and everything. But, like, you're using the same cloth, like, month in, month out. And it's, like, except, like, the cloth. Like, I mean, be... to be fair, it, 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 if they're using it in hot water and they're actually not getting stained, there's no way in hell. My periods are so heavy that there is no way in hell. There's no amount of cloth I can put. Like, except I put something that's like this where there are so many layers, it's going to actually pass through. Like, you need something that's absorbent. And then that's why, obviously, pads and stuff, they have that um, lining at the bottom yeah. because you need something that, because there's no way I'll sit down here and then I'll say, people. some people use tissue or cotton wool. But mm-hmm. I guess, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a game of, like, heaviness or flow. And so, but me, I'm mm-hmm. used to, like, cloth and oh my god there's this thing i tweeted kind of disgusting but not really nothing is disgusting to me child um how like if you have clothes a lot okay someone who has like clothes like do you ever in the shower just open your leg and jump 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 so that they fall out <laughs> look, look. <laughs> yeah i do that sometimes you know well, shake I mean, them not over the shower but like when you want to pee just like stay for a while and just, and just like yeah just let it just let it because if you stand up god like we really suffer no, we actually do. We the worst, the worst one is when you shower and everything, and then you forget yourself. Let's say you're forming skincare or whatever before oh you know, God. like this. Like, and you're just like, girl, like, like can I just? I, can I? Like my 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 last period was, I think, one of my worst, like in a lot last couple of years because, mm. like, I'm used to like a moderately heavy flow, but like, I sat down on my couch and I was stained. I was like, okay, no problem. I changed. I went to my friend's house, sat down on her couch. I was staying. I said, ah. We're using pads? Only? Yes, I was oh. using. Um, And you know, I told you, like, sometimes tampons hurt. Yeah. So I was like, and then I said, okay. And then I changed at her house before I went home again. I was, I said, <laughs> this so is a crime Do you get mm-hmm. So that, so the next day and the day after that, I just stayed at home because I'm like, anything that wants to happen, let's say happen. The only, so for me, that's also why I don't like, um, I don't like pads. Mm-hmm. You just don't know what is going to happen because God help you. Let's say one will just shift, and then you know it was always for me. It was always those side leakages, mm-hmm. or you just don't know that. Well, you're, you're used to okay, and eh, okay, two hours, three hours. Then one day this baby's like, I'm going to fill this pad in one hour, yes. and then let's say you now don't have enough. Surely when you're stuck at work and so there are times when I've actually had to leave my office to go and mm-hmm, get pad, mm-hmm, come mm-hmm. back and all of that. But I think another thing I also hated is like. How one you have to have period pants, the ones that hold everything in place and stuff. And then back then too, like, um, and that's why I, I prefer tampons as well because you can roll anyhow, you can turn your leg. But period now, if you're sleeping, you have to sleep. Because you, you, you know when you do the thing where your leg is, you just just feel something rolling, you rolling like, down your bumble. Oh <laughs> now nah, we actually go, we actually go through it. We actually go we through it. Go not to mention it. cramps. I think for me, if it's not felvin, it's not working. All these Feminax, Ibuprofen, Paracetamol, those things don't do shit for me. I Except I use like a hot water bottle, but that one, it takes a long time to kick in. And after a while, once the heat is gone, the cramps actually resume and stuff. So when I when I think about cramps, honestly, like, I don't think like my period cramps ever go. They just reduce like a manageable level. I mean, Feminax is good because I feel like it's very mild, like on the body. But when I was in um secondary school, I overdid it. Felvin, Bospopan, Bacetamol, everything, like just a whole cocktail of the whole thing because it was really unbearable. So secondary school, uni. So I decided that, you know what, like, let me just like calm down. So I tried to like drink tea, do all these things. I still take painkillers, mm-hmm. but like yeah, I where mean- I would need to like be taking like, Painkillers like morning, afternoon, night. I try to take maybe like one a day. So or for something. me, lucky enough, once I take okay, well now it has coming. I think my tolerance has already um, reducing, but before once I take one, once I pop like one or two of the filming, my cramps stop for the entire period. Like I yeah, it's just now that and so I didn't know I didn't know that 
I didn't know that cramps actually stayed the entire period. I just thought that, okay, once you subsided, that's the end of it. And, you know, I guess that in that vein, I've always been lucky. But one time, I said for me, you know what, natural, let me, because I generally don't, painkillers are never my go-to. If anything's mm-hmm. happening, I always want to investigate my body. Am I hungry? Am I thirsty? Am I tired? Like, I have mm-hmm. to be really desperate. So anyway, um, and you know, sometimes you want to form natural. I'm like, okay, this month, I'm going to raw doggies. I'm not going to take any cramps. I'm not going to take any meds. Let me see how much I can endure. Mm-hmm. when I had cramps for three days I was like so this this shit just keeps going on like your body just keeps screaming for three days <laughs> it's okay. actually crazy it's now crazy. I, I have to top up sometimes but before for the past how many years once I pop on but then the thing is with Felvin you can't for me if I take it before I have to wait I have to actually endure the cramps of it's coming it's coming it's coming then I have to wait for the blood to start flowing because mm-hmm. if I take it before the blood flows period you just run away for like two oh days oh my god yeah, really? that's what, that happens I, f- I feel like maybe because what 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 my brain thinks happens is you need the cramps to for your uterine lining to shed like oh, so same. I feel like it stops the cramping so everything just stays the way it is because that's the only scientific well I don't know what actually happens but that's just what I make sense of it so I have to now first suffer and wait and then there's sometimes there was one time when I had cramps for eight days before the period actually dropped you know, like lately, um, as I've grown up, like as an adult, I feel like because <clears throat> my parents started becoming irregular like some time ago, mm-hmm. and so at this point, I'm just like, tough. I don't even know the cycle. I don't even know where we are. Like I don't know what's. But do you happening. try to check anything? Um, like to the in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm dead. She said. <laughs> <laughs> that giggle no. was. Like... <laughs> no, but what I realized um happened is that last year I started a diet like mm-hmm. um I, I don't like to call it a diet but like a way of eating mm-hmm. and I realized I did that for like maybe two weeks and all of a sudden like my period came back so I stopped eating like a bunch of things like I didn't eat like I don't know pasta I didn't order out. but your period came back so you mean like eating being on that eating schedule yeah. brought your period back yeah pretty much I mean but fair enough Sha, because Speaking of PCOS and endometriosis, so PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome, which I have, and a lot of women actually have. It's actually like pretty common, but I feel like my symptoms are not as severe as most women because um one of the major so PCOS is just hormonal imbalances, and mm-hmm. then they say you have more male hormones, so more androgens in your body, and mm-hmm. then it causes you to have stuff like more body hair. So you see women with chest hair, <laughs> with chin hair, and <laughs> oops. <laughs> You see and women. Then, and then, you know, then irregular periods as well. And then if you do a um uterus scan, then they mm-hmm. see that you actually have polycystic ovaries. So you actually have cysts on your ovaries as well. Then there's insulin resistance. So for a lot of women, so you might have like blood sugar level issues. And then that also causes weight gain. So many people with PCOS, they actually have a lot of weight gain. So even me, I always tell people that this is me fat. Like if you see me, how many mm-hmm. years ago, I was really skinny. And so I think that a lot of it has to do with like my hormones. Like, hey, well, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, this, yeah, that. But another thing that PCOS does is this like tummy guts, which you know, this bottom bits. <laughs> so, you know, but the thing about a lot of these things is like there's really no cure per se. A lot of it is lifestyle changes, is that that's why I said is mm-hmm. it when you say eating in particular yes. way that it came back. Yeah. Because you're really just trying to interact with like your body chemistry. And then when you know that, okay, this, 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 and third, like there there are many um accounts you see PCOS dietitian PCOS exactly. day, PCOS that they'll tell you you should have more like avocado this kind of fast avoid mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. avoid that so if you really want to maintain a lot of your me I've always been a tea person um when because I hate that anxiety of oh my god where's my period me I'm lucky enough child like my cycle is still fairly like oh 30 something days um but some people have like two periods a year some people have PCOS they have five a year yeah, um, but like, me, I get if I'm stressed, it can jump to like forty something. Then there's sometimes when it's just fifty days like this, Amon. Until <laughs> where are you? So <laughs> Ariana. <laughs> so my thing is like at some point I would say like I start struggling to figure out like is it like life stress? Is it like PCOS? Like what is really going on? But I realized that like when I did a combination of things like working out, drinking tea. 
and all those things like when mm-hmm. my lifestyle was like really good mm-hmm. like if i would say like maybe 80 percent like healthier mm-hmm. living or like being more conscious and pcos dietitian has this thing where she says like drink coconut water mm-hmm. and just like a bunch of things i mean i haven't been like diagnosed in a hospital but like but when you, you see a, a couple of that, things yeah, like, yeah, I'm, like something, yeah. I'm just like oh okay so it like, looks I like I was a, a dog could you get yeah. so and like um diagnosing pcos is actually quite expensive and again, like, um, it's actually not that deep in Nigeria. Really? Yeah. Like, just if you just go go to gynecology, they'll just run a, they'll just run a, um, they just run scans. They see most of your symptoms and stuff. And then some do hormonal profiling, but a lot of people say that you cannot really, um, you can't really rely on like a hormonal profile test because mm-hmm. like it doesn't say that much. But they'll still check, sure, and mm-hmm. be like, okay, maybe this and that and the third. I remember when I. When I when I was diagnosed in course in twenty eighteen, because I, I I think I had like one sixty something day cycle. I'm just like ah, where is my period, bro? And then um <laughs> I went to the hospital. They did a scan, blah 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 blah. And then yeah, like oh yeah, polycystic ovaries, yada yada yada. The guy now said okay, so a a huge way of um of uh what's the word I'm looking for? Diagnosing? No no not not diagnosing of managing PCOS okay. is always weight loss. Although a lot of people stand against it because, you know, weight loss and mm-hmm, fatphobia mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. But I was, I remember I was like 68 kg at the time. Mm-hmm. And this doctor said I should lose 8 kg. I should drop to 60. I was just like, you are a joker. Like, there's no way I'm going to, I'm going, it's not, it's not going to happen. Like, I you know, mean, no, it, it does, it does work, Sha. Because it worked be for me. Because, yeah. like, again, I was talking about this lifestyle change thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, once I did that, like, I would say, like, my period has been fairly regular since, like, maybe five months now. Yeah. And, you know, that's a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, you might not, your goal might not be to lose weight. But if you do certain things, yeah, obviously, yeah, like, yeah. your body will I, mean, I think I think his schedule was just too ridiculous. To just I don't know about, like, shower. a certain number. Yeah, no, he was like, yeah, he was like, ah, no, that should drop to 60. Oh, I'm 68, that should drop to 60. I'm like, nigga, that's not, like, like dude, I will actually, and the thing is, I already don't, I can say, okay, sedentary life as well. You know, when, when mm-hmm. you need, you, you don't realize how much you move. You walk to class, you, okay, mm-hmm. you get food, you go clubbing, you party all weekend, da, 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 da. Movement is actually such a huge thing. And as human beings, I don't even think the way the world has evolved to make making us sit were actually just there'll be a time when we'll be uh, maybe in like two thousand <laughs> years, uh, we'll have evolved our hands to be like this because we're making our bodies like useless. Um so being active is actually a, a huge thing. Um and um sitting nine to five is actually also something that makes a lot of us add weight because you sit down at your job, you order food, you eat, then you go home, lie down, press TikTok and Instagram go back to the office. So even when you check your steps, sometimes when you're working, you just see that you've, and then even, I, I had to, I remember when I was still like working, I had to actually actively like, okay, instead of sending my intern to the printer, I'll actually go and get it myself because mm-hmm. you come down from car, you enter elevator, you sit down on your chair, mm-hmm. you just, you actually don't move. And so, you know, these are the things I, and I, I, I actually do agree that being active and changing your life. I remember back then, um, I would always use teas. So there's no tea that's, you know, what would they call them? And menagogues or something like that mm-hmm. that actually help your period from their different teas that yeah, you know ginger they promote blood flow and stuff but one thing that science there's no scientific uh-huh. research to back it actually fully tracks because you know I was talking about this diet thing mm-hmm. again and like ginger was a huge yeah no ginger is a huge like, thing ginger sometimes was a huge I, 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 almost ch- I, I almost had chowing in ginger the thing. yeah because so, like, ginger promotes you're required to like drink um, like so like there's a, there's a thing that has like ginger every day so you're literally consuming like ginger every single day mm-hmm. and so I noticed that like the combination of foods in the way that they work mm-hmm. like really work for like mm-hmm. things like this obviously the person who created it I'll just say her name is um, Ronke so it's called Losing Nigeria Mm-hmm. and I guess she spent a lot of time like doing that kind of research mm-hmm. and that's one of the benefits mm-hmm. but it just like it just works for me so even if yeah. I don't like even if I don't do like all the things in the diet yeah. there are just some things that like yeah. I've taken away with me yeah I'm, I'm a tea guy as well so I've always I've, I'd already googled all of that stuff um, there are times when I would do fennel and ginger tea mm-hmm. um, this time I did a whole misoto thing as well but generally, I do like um. I always I, ginger tea is always one of my ginger lemon, all of those Spearmint. ones and stuff. Spearmint, yeah. But, but I, f- I find those ones like relaxing, just for like chilling and all. I, f- I think I can drink ginger any time of the day, just mm-hmm. just like juice to me. Um, but yeah, so those are things that I do. But I will say, sex and sexual activity 
it's definitely something that makes your period more regular. Yeah, that's when they, when I always say statistics out of Lima's asso. But for me, that one tracks. Like as long as sex is regular, that period is going to be regular. Like, and I think I think that is because if you have this is once again my own layman's calculation of what is possibly happening. Because I remember even as far back as like. 2017 i remember texting mom i was like come and finger my period out of me because i know that when i do stuff shit is gonna happen <laughs> so what i think happens and what i've always expected is that you know that it, your, a lot of times your period doesn't drop because your hormonal levels are out of whack uh-huh. um i think that i'm not sure if it's your progesterone that's supposed to drop or it's supposed to go up for your uterus to bleed or whatever so i feel like the surges, the hormonal surges you get from, and you do get hormonal surges during sexual activity. So I think that those surges are actually, well, at least for me, and my own body, I think that those surges are what actually, you know, makes my uterus or kickstarts whatever process. I have a couple of questions, but mm-hmm. I just want to say something. I actually yeah. think that, like, yes, um, I think that sex can call your period forward because, like, mm-hmm. that's happened to me a couple of times. Yeah. But when you say sexual activity, doesn't necessarily have to be with another person because, like, you can't kind of control that. So, I mean, why can't you control? I mean, I, know, I understand that you can't control it. Like, but you know, that's what I'm saying. But that's also, like, you being passive about your sex life, which is a general thing, I think, that women also do. Oh, no, it's that, like, people that I've seen don't interest me. Okay, fair enough. I mean, there's that. Well, sorry, because you're your ginger tea. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't just fap and like. Yeah, I mean, just... so for no, I don't. I don't think that's. Yeah, because that doesn't. Work. Yeah, doesn't yeah. Work. I feel like exactly. I feel like when you fap, okay, yes. Um, you might you might orgasm and you know you have the relaxation. So that one that one helps during your period when you have cramps and stuff. So when I have cramps, so sometimes I actually use like, I actually use the toys and then I have the con the. You know, like you get contractions when you're orgasming, mm-hmm, depending mm-hmm. on type of orgasm. So it does help everywhere relax. It does. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a nice like feeling. Um, but I think dyadic or triadic, if you want to use fifty, whatever, like partnered sexual activity. <laughs> I think that that's where you get like the actual like progesterone rush, testosterone rush, oxytocin I guess some as people well. Not have the solution for that. Yeah. Anymore. So me, I'm just saying this is my own personal experience. And I even told the guy in college, so not like that. This study, like ethically, they can't. There's no way they can measure this. Thing. But me, I'm saying, Shada, based on my own calendar, my own experience, I've always known that shit. Like, and then obviously, then there's the one of people actually bleeding after sex. And you know how some people, some people's periods actually do start once they have like wild sex and stuff although yeah. i don't know if that's because the sexual activity was so much that you went to go and hit the cervix and <laughs> no, they well, got injury and no, stuff like, but... no so like i guess in my case like what happened is maybe my period was like maybe five days away mm-hmm. and then like it literally just Started the next day yeah so yeah that's why i'm saying that i want i think that a lot of this is really the hormonal rush you get from the sexual because sex actually when you actually have sex, you do your body actually secretes like these hormones. You have progesterone, you have for men, testosterone happens, I think, after sex. It surges after sex. But there's one other then there's oxytocin, which is the cuddle hormone or the feel good mm-hmm. hormone or the trusting hormone. And so but for women I think it's um um progesterone or something that comes up. But yeah. So I think that that's what speaking of periods and periods periods and periods periods and sex. Let's move into period sex. Um, what's your stance? What's your take? What's your experience? With um, my stance is that like so far, like you and your partner are good with it. Then I mean, like, what really is taboo? I mean, there's some things that I consider taboo, but like, example, this is hmm. Honestly, I can't think. I mean, bestiality. Okay. Top of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess like it's really a slippery slope, but I would just say bestiality is mm-hmm. something I can think about. Yeah. Um. But period sex, at first I was like, oh my God, this is so, this is such a taboo, mm-hmm. right? But then, um, I guess it's just like feeling comfortable enough. Um, I was dating this guy and he was just like, I was like, oh my God, I'm my period. And he was just like, so this blood. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, let's really go. Because like on my period, I mean, I guess I don't know what the experience is for most people, but mm-hmm. Like, on, on the third day, like, mm-hmm. this, I don't even know. Like, am I a lion or I don't know what's happening? Because, what? like, if I... Yeah. For like, me, funny enough, for me, it is extremely heavy day one, extremely heavy day two. Day three, I have a disappearance. It goes, like, it seizes, then it comes back no, heavy. I mean, like, I'm 
horny. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about the flow. Not the flow. Like just. I think I'm horniest just before it starts. Oh my goodness! Like on that third day, like this. I don't know. I don't know if it's like that for other people, but that day, and so it just happens to be that third day, and I didn't even have the energy to even argue. And I'm like, okay, let's go. And I mean, it was a bit messy. But it was alright. It was actually quite good. Like he was great. He was fantastic. Um, he seemed very comfortable with like the size of but I seemed very like, oh my god, like wow. But it was just alright. I would say, um, like put something on the bed, mm-hmm. like a bed sheet or like a mm-hmm. towel oh, or something. I have my period blanket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say I would say do that. And if you do that, then you're good. But um, I've also seen that like there's a high possibility to like get like infections mm-hmm, and a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff. So I would say that this is also and I also think it's like proper intimate. I don't know how to explain it, but it's yeah. just more intimate than based normal. on the soul ties or what? <laughs> not based on not even based on soul ties, but just no. Because, I, I get. I mean, just because like uh, I get it, but at the same time, I think that it's just because. To be honest, I'm not going to be having period sex with everybody, but if you're having sex with uh, period sex with a certain others then obviously i expect it to be protected but then that's me and me the thing is me and barrier methods aka mainly condoms i have a very funny relationship with them i feel like um i remember somebody telling me that he was like oh one of you sorry i'm using your story as just <laughs> he basically said that one of his exes they were on a break and she had sex with somebody but she was like Oh, we didn't use a condom. So sorry, we used a condom, so it's not that deep Excuse and everything. Me? I exactly so that was his own reaction. Like, what the fuck? He said that he doesn't care that sex is sex that because like because, because you you turned around for them to give you doggy, you did this, you did this, you <laughs> but did But my that. whole thing is like because the genitals are protected doesn't mean that the entire skin gland is protected. You're mixing sweats now, no this like saliva. This no, so it wasn't on a safety issue, it's on a I cheated doing but it's not that deep. Dig it. So for I mean I'm like the girl, do you understand? I think I feel like for me, <laughs> and I, I feel like there's some people who relate with this. But if you have a person who actually steps out, I think that for me that's the first question that you ask, especially if you guys are exclusive and you guys are for me. Oh yeah, we're tested, we're this, we're that. Um, and then they now move crazy with another person. So my first question is okay, and you had because for me I'm like sex is not the things. Okay, was it a betrayal? Was it why? You know, just different variables of understanding that situation. But the first question I'll literally ask you is like, did you use protection? Then if I hear that you did not, then that's the end now. That's it. You've you've opened me into, you've opened the matrix. Do you get? I guess like for me, like my whole body, like my skin, my hand, everything, my neck, whatever is sacred to me. So like, so it's the same hand that isn't touch me, that isn't touch other people. Like I just hate it. Like just like generally, I feel like it's such an invasion of like, because even my house, I don't just allow like anybody mm-hmm. to go. And Halima said something about soul ties, but I'll just say like, my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Fair enough. But like, and like, that's a joke, but not really. Like, I really take my body as something No, but I mean, sex is sacred. also about energy exchange, right? Exactly. So and, I um, and I don't, I don't doubt that, you know, it's not everybody that you vibe with on that level and sex can actually be a spiritual act and stuff. I'm not like, oh, I'm very pro-casual sex, but obviously sex with people that you love, sex with people that you mm-hmm. have a special connection with, there's that space of, you know, you guys are in a, in an energy bubble and stuff. Gets, and it's very, it's like a dance. You, you know? now contaminate that with like some, somebody, somebody else. else. So I like, mean... I consider it a contamination. I can't like I, so so yeah. So I I but I think that is also psychological, right? Because yes, you guys have your own like sacred bubble of us. It's not it's not it's not it's not necessarily spiritual in terms of oh we've done Otimoko, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. But it's like I get how you mean like okay, it was us and we've said we're doing this. Then you now went to go and bring somebody's energy, and I don't know if that person's energy has followed you and you're entering and you're bringing that into our space. So I understand that. But me, I was just talking about like I feel like. I just put, I just put that, I, I feel like non-protected sex is just more intimate and there's a level of trust that you should have with the person that you're doing that. And if you're just so random and reckless with your penis, you're going to go and stick it in somebody else. You don't know who, like, you know, I always say, everybody always has people that they trust. There are many people, how many people sleep with their exes with condoms? Because like, ah, this is my guy, this is exactly. my guy. That one too has her own guy, her own guy, her own guy. <laughs> then you now come and plug me. That's not me. You're going to plug me into somebody else's matrix and it's just like, mm, I don't, I don't exactly. want to no part of that. And That's just, just like, a little messy but um back in track to period sex like what you said is 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 correct in terms of like you might be more susceptible to um 
infections. infections, but that's because like your cervix is open, and you guys, mm-hmm. your cervix is like if you put I'm there's I'm I'm sure there's so many there are so many women who don't even know what they are. You know, vulvas like even look like. But I was going like to say, him. if you actually stick your finger like inside your vagina, at the end of your vagina, that smooth thing that you feel, that feels like a nose, there's a little dot inside. So when you have like your period, like this is your uterus, it comes out through your cervix, through your vagina, into the world. So your cervix is like more open at that time so that the blood can pass through. So if you're having sex in that like space, um, obviously if there's bacteria on mm-hmm. the penis or whatever, oh, it can also go, you know, in there and then people also think that oh period sex means we can move mad you can come in me type thing and stuff i mean i guess but <laughs> at the same time oh yeah that reminds me of um rainbow kiss isn't it rainbow kiss when um i don't know if it is when the guy i, I always forget this thing when it's like um Either the guy Jesus in the baby's mouth, um, the baby's mouth that he eats her, her out when she's on a period, so they carry the sperm and the blood and the kiss and they make. Because I don't know such. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know such. Yeah, that's what that's what rainbow kisses. But anyway, child. Um, wow. I mean, it's just it's just very interesting how like sex is just so fluidy and just so messy. I also stuff. I also wanted to say that we had talked about we've talked about period sex in the confines of like a male to female relationship, but we haven't talked about it in context in the context of like a same sex same sex relationship. I mean, I mean, I don't know how that works. I think I think for them, unless both of you are sinking or both of them are, are sinking and like... You probably will sink if you are in the same... I don't believe in that thing. I just... I, um, well, I believe in it's bad because like, again, like I went to an all-girls school and like once one person starts like this... Like, yeah, but I think true. like that's because it's it's kind of like how there are only 12 birthdays in the, in the world. <laughs> Fair 7 enough. 7 billion. Yeah. It's like a 30 day, well, 30 to 20 something days, but your cycles also change. So that's another reason why... Um, having unprotected sex and the person ejaculating inside you during your period might not always be sensible because you don't know when your cycle is changing. Mm-hmm. Some studies show that women also ovulate two times a month. Mm-hmm. Then men and their demonic sperm, the shit can just be hiding your body for like 10 days. Exactly. Then, you know, you can actually get pregnant and stuff. So I feel like for... So, and then with like sinking as well, it's just there's sometimes when my period waits for two days and all of that. And before mm-hmm. you know, you know, three days will overlap and they're like, oh my God, we're sinking. But there's no like scientific backing for fair, like that. Fair, fair. Um, but then I, I think that even for like same sex, um, you know, relationships, if both of them are on their, it also um, depends on the kind of sex that you have. So some people, they use like strap ons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Some people, for them, it's just, oral sex like sex on um they're using each other's mouth and there's some people who still do oral sex with the blood they get then you can also use it that was my question that was actually my question i was wondering if like they also eat each other out with blood and stuff i feel like some don't even they don't care and they don't care about what about this in the blood now, just a little blood. But also, also, I feel like we, uh, we talk, if you're horny enough, there are always ways to navigate this thing. Because if it's oral sex where the person is not putting their fingers inside you, she's just licking your um your clitoris and stuff. You're not bleeding from your clitoris. So if it's like, okay, quickly wash, then lie down. So the blood is coming down. You put your mouth at the top and you focus on that area. Like, if you re- see the thing about sex is, it's really just about your comfort level. Exactly. But everything That's is just fluids well. and stuff. So they can do that. She can put the sex toys. They can use sex toys on each other. Mm. Or they can decide, okay, we're going to trip each other. It's not just blow. Let's rub, rub and make ketchup. And then when everybody I mean, comes, they go and shower. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Like, once you get over the initial discomfort, then I yeah, guess you yeah. can really just... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, possibilities are endless, yeah. I would say. But I just want to cover that. Yeah. Because no, like, I mean, thank you for no. also bringing that up. Because, you know, sometimes I'd be, I be giving them heterosexual vibes too much. But, I mean, <laughs> a lot of people think period sex. They're always thinking about, you know, penis and vagina type stuff. Mm-hmm. And even speaking of that as well, um, like you said, you can have a blanket. There are also these, like... Um, well, I call them puppy pads. They're puppy pads, but they're also even this um these uh sheets that they use for kids that pee on the bed. Okay, so if you're okay. squirting as well, if you're a squirter, you can also get that. Yeah. You can put it down there. And then one thing I like to do is aside like wet wipes, it's nice to also have like a warm, like have like water, like a face towel. And um 
just dip a little soap inside. So especially if you have, so that's this is if you have someone who is like squeamish or something and doesn't necessarily like to see blood. So it's like okay, when you're done and you stand up, you can just give them some aftercare. So you just mop up the oh my god, like and everything. you know, like someone has actually done that for me and actually it was actually a really I would say like a really nice experience. Oh, they did the aftercare on you. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm a baby. <laughs> like, I, I think mean, I'm very. I think I'm. I'm. So I'm not an acts of service guy. I can be like really proactive with certain things. Like it's cute, but it's just like if if you're in my own space, maybe if I'm in your space, then yeah, you can go and do, do all of that exactly. Stuff. But so I mean, I'm. Cute. I don't. I. I. Then there are not a lot of things in this life that can disgust me. Jiggers. So if they are the one who don't want no, to, no, but see I blood, was no, but what I wasn't on my on my period at this time. It was just like oh, like just that. oh, the just, other aftercare. Yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah, that's like cute. We say like a towel and like. Water and it's really nice, yeah, and I hadn't considered that before, but it's very good. Yeah, I mean that's cute, but me also go to the bathroom. I still did, of course. That was cute, but like I'm I must have you with a rollover. Thanks, thanks for cleaning me up. I know, there. like I mean, it was good, like for the like for the for next like moments. No, aftercare is very yeah, aftercare stuff, is actually but, like, very I still got up too. It's actually um, yeah, because obviously, like you still need to pee now. So yeah, also like yeah, you guys need to pee after sex. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> me thinking about how sometimes I'm like mm-hmm. I'm just like nah you need cause like people always say oh I can just know actually you should pee cause that, well, it helps so, uh, it does help but statistically and scientifically so that's the thing Um, <laughs> there's so many things that because obviously now this is my field and stuff like there's so many things we believe and we hear and we hear but then you check the research and the research is actually inconclusive but they just say better safe than sorry because obviously yeah so even that one there's no that okay if you don't pee, if you pee you catch something or you not catch something it's just uh, okay flush out the bacteria or whatever. but if you're going to catch that UTI if like flush out flush out you go enter <laughs> maybe from now to tomorrow that UTI go enter your bum bum like so yeah um yes yeah, so oh I didn't ask you spit or swallow swallow okay I mean, we can go on and on and on when it comes to um, period talks as well. I think for me, the moral of the story here is like, if you want to have period sex, um, you should feel free to have it. Although, yes, here they're like societal, like taboos. I feel like the first time I ever even heard anything about taboo or period sex was like Yoruba class where they say it's an abomination for a woman <laughs> and a man. Yeah, so that was my first ever like, I feel like that's what I, that was what started my reservation. But with time, it's like, yo, if you and your partner are into that shit, do it. Just, you know, all you, you just you can insert many tiny things to make it a pleasurable experience. Um, you can put the pads in there. You can have it in the shower as well. You know, aftercare makes sense. Um, but just be careful. Use a barrier method. I think it's safer to actually use condoms. I prefer. I just feel like having uh-huh. my cervix open. I don't know. It, it may not even be an STI. They may just have bacteria that's on their penis, and you just don't want to do that. So just kind of be careful. And when it comes to periods as well. I think that we need to, you know, remove that stigma of oh, period. That, that, me, I walk around with tampons. Like, okay, yes, I, I have a tampon on my period. So there's mm-hmm. nothing, there's nothing dirty about periods. It's, it's a natural occurrence. It's your body saying, okay, there's no baby here. Celebration. I don't. Although I feel like periods should be con- discontinued. Whoever is making us for the next cycle of human beings, please just scrap, scrap periods. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, and work. Uh, or people, those of you that have like offices, be more sensitive to women or people who have periods and like their plights and their experiences because we'd be going through it. We ideally, if men were had periods, they'll be in the hospital, but mm-hmm. we were just always there, chesting everything. So yeah, um, that is all for today. Thank you, Valerie, for coming. Do you want to plug your socials? Yeah, um, the Valerie April on, on Instagram. Okay. And uh, follow me, House of Chocolate. If you don't know where to find me by now, I don't know what you're doing here, but follow me, House of Chocolate. Follow the podcast at Space of Swallow Pod on Instagram, SOS Pod Official on Twitter, and Space of Swallow Pod on TikTok. And also subscribe to our channel. Drop the link in your church group chat, in your family group <laughs> chat. Send it to your former boss. Post it, share, like, subscribe. Thank you so much, guys. Bye.